Hey, buddy. Can, hey, you can hear me. Hey, buddy. Hello. Wow. <laughs> it's like the first time it's been like. On point. On point, right. We didn't have to restart and go back in. Remember E3, the E3 episode? Oh, Man. my God. That was. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, how you been, Cindy? It's been like two weeks since we yeah, did a recording. Okay. So, so, how you been? Did you do anything new, different? What's going on with you? I'm doing good. I've oh, been re- dying secretly, but uh, I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> regular smegula. Yep. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so for me, uh, like I told you before, uh, well, the reason why I had to postpone the uh, the podcast for two weeks is because, A, I was in New York. Uh, I was in Syracuse, New York uh, mm-hmm. for a business conference, so that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. It was a good experience. And then number two, uh, we just didn't have much content to dish out or at least I didn't because right. I just I didn't really play much so I was pretty much exhausted uh the next week you know just like I was exhausted the week I went to New York so I was doing a lot of work and uh reading and working out and trying to you know figure things out and I figured it I you know it wouldn't it wouldn't do myself or you or you the listeners justice to you know give them a a half baked podcast whatever that means right but I hear you yeah no, but yeah, today's a... It was a good break for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, it does feel good to take a little bit of a break, you know, from like preparing for it or just wondering what to talk about or even making notes because even like creating notes can be somewhat of a tedious task. Right. I mean, it's nothing but a tedious task. You're writing down notes. What am I talking about? So right. sometimes I don't feel like doing research or just doing this or that. And I just like to talk, but sometimes people need to know information because... That's what we're trying to give out, right? Right. Anywho, uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of glad you turned things around, you know, because the last time we talked, I was like, "Hey, so how about we talk about the division again?" You're like, "Oh god." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for the listeners' sake, I'll I try to run things by her every once in a while to see if it's a good idea, just to you know, because sometimes your way of thinking is is a little, you know, is, is just. Not consistent. I don't, I don't know. I guess the point is I just wanted a second opinion since she was always with me in the podcast. And, you know, she wasn't and plus really. plus, I need to know what, what the topic is anyway. So we always bounce back and forth off of each other. Which is true. So I mean, Which is true, 100%. But I remember last time we talked about it, you were like, I said, so, hey, Sin, uh, I just wanted to call and confirm that, hey, you know, that this is what the podcast is going to be about. What you think? I don't think that's a good idea, Joy. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, why is that? I was really curious. So why you say that? And I had an idea of what you were going to say, but I really was trying to listen and not just like assume, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, instead of putting words in your mouth, I mean, why don't you just tell them what you said or have, you know. Oh, so I was like, I don't know, because this is going to be like our third podcast on Division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I'm not, to, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to talk about these topics these topics i don't know what to say that's mm. <laughs> yeah so that's that's like the basic gist of everything so what i had to do i was really listening to what she was saying and i was digging deep into what really was important and i also explained my side why we talked about the same game again now granted number one um i don't i, I don't i don't have I, I currently don't have the money right now which i will in the future to buy other games because i do want to play other games so when we talked about the new upcoming games in the E3 podcast two weeks ago, episode 12. Uh, there were some games that I was actually interested in. Definitely not that Marvel game. Hex, no. 
You know you want that. <laughs> oh, man, I just downloaded the mobile game. What you talking about? It's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, same thing, bro. Same graphics, same story. Tony Stark, Venom, mm-hmm. Carnage. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I definitely uh, want to invest in other games. But it's just going to take time. It's only a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. Right. And um, I figure, hey, if we're going to discuss the same game, we have to be genuine about our topics and not just talk just to talk and repeat the same things over and over. Right. Right. So uh, that I, was I, my concern initially. I didn't want to repeat, uh, you know, anything that we had said previously. Exactly. And uh, that kind of <laughs> segues into kind of like the first topic, which was uh, we talked about the uh, the specialist, the, the, the minigun specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, class or whatever that that, was, that came out uh, like about a month ago in the division where for some of you don't know you get a specialist class or weapon like the sniper, the crossbow and the grenade launcher where they introduced the, the minigun and um, we talked about how to get it uh, what what features does the weapon have and that was kind of pretty much it we were just discussing it from a news from from we were discussing it from the perspective from people that didn't get it yet, so it was just like more just news, not necessarily, you know, practical practicality or, or, or you know practical use talk. Now we're going to be talking about our our you know our experience with the gun, mainly sinning, but are you really? Look and look, check it out, look, look check it out. So I, I was going to get into that, but yeah, but let me just do the intro real quick because I we were just going to dive right on in. But, okay. 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 So, hey, everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, welcome back to the 13th episode of the EBD podcast, where we talk about everything but destiny. And we have our lovely co-host, Senbun Zakata, back with us. So, Hi. Th- there you go. Thank you for coming on the show. For those that are hardcore Destiny fans like myself, you can check out our other podcast called the Orbs for Days podcast, where we dive into news and entertainment of the Destiny universe. The podcast is spelled O-R-B-S, the number four. D-A-Y-Z-Z-Z. Okay, so there's a space between those three uh, podcasts, okay? And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts, and actually many more podcasts that I've never heard of. So let's dive into the episode, okay? All right, so my experience trying to get the minigun class, and to be honest with you, I didn't, okay? Now, just as a quick reminder, like we talked about how to obtain the mini glass, I'm sorry, mini glass, mini gun class, and what features and what the features were in order to get it you need to complete five stages and within each stage there are multiple objectives i'm still stuck on stage one okay there's a specific objective called downtown west sharpshooter all you have to do is to capture all downtown west control points with the sharpshooter specialization active and just in case some of you listeners may not know what i mean the sharpshooter specialization is one of the three original powerful weapons you can obtain, such as the grenade launcher or the crossbow. Uh, like I said before, I had to capture all downtown west control points, and the control points are called the World's End and the Toxic Alley. So there's only two. That seems pretty straightforward, right? That's because it is. The problem is that I already had the Toxic Alley control point taken over prior to doing this step. So I had to wait for a random enemy faction to take it over and to no avail, they kept failing. I'm talking about the, en- <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the enemy, uh, enemy faction. So my point, my control point kept successfully defending itself. I never wanted, I, I honestly, I've never wanted to root for 
the enemy AI more in my life. I was stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck. I couldn't do anything but wait. So, but which, which is ironic. This is kind of ironic. So today, before the podcast, before the podcast today even started, I took a look into the game and the control point was finally taken over. Just, well, I have something else to say, not to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. But do you know that the year one, year one access pass access holders have that gun unlocked? You know what? That's actually true. We did talk about that before. Now, the problem is, um, I believe I didn't have to purchase the year one pass prior to this thing coming up. I, d- I did not see that in the notes. No. Uh, okay. No, no, here's, here's the thing now. Now, mm-hmm. I guess since, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because maybe, you already started it? Th- that's my thing. That's exactly my thing. <laughs> Because uh, Cindy and I, we purchased the year one pass, and we're going to actually talk about <laughs> that a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, honestly, I, 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 the control point, back to what I was saying, the control point was finally taken over just so I can reclaim it. And yeah. I, honestly, I could have gone into another person's server and possibly completed this step if their control point was taken over by the enemy faction as well. So it's kind of an RNG thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as you can see, I mean, as you can tell, I didn't even get a chance. Well, I don't want to get a chance. Well, actually, that's true. I didn't really get a, uh, a good chance of actually completing the steps and getting the minigun, okay? I do want to get it. I wasn't trying to be lazy and not trying to do it. Uh, I, mean, I can vouch for him. He was trying to get it. It's been two weeks. His control point has still not been taken over by the enemy. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I, like I just said, I just got on. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's available. So, like, why, before the podcast started, I'm, like, on my way to the control point trying to take it over. Mm-hmm. All right, but so let's, Cindy, we're going to let Cindy talk about her experience using the minigun. <laughs> okay, my experience, I did not use the minigun for a very long period mm-hmm. of time. Oh, you got to be kidding me. You disappoint me. I told you I didn't because <laughs> I was dying for the viewers, uh, okay, yeah. for the listeners. I've been having a bad toothache, so I have not been on to experiment with this gun fully. No excuse. Which I told Wayne. No excuse. Okay. You're, you're not a real agent, okay? We I, are th- I don't care. We are third. At least I have the gun. Okay, we you are- don't even have the gun. Excuse me. You want to talk about? <laughs> Excuse me. So you you, you you are talking to a commanding officer, a lieutenant. Okay. <laughs> You, I'm a lieutenant. We, exactly. Yeah, I'm. But I'm a. I'm a commander. Okay? I don't care. Who promoted you, by the way? Okay. You and who is controlling the division thing now? Me, <laughs> because you have not been on. So I don't no, 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 no. We are third wave agents. You hear me? Send Bon. Okay. Now get back to your station and get. <laughs> get <a> <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Good time. So, yeah. <laughs> I haven't, you know, been... Uh, I haven't fully tested out the gun like I want to yet. But from what I've been seeing, like, it's um, very unstable. When I shoot, it's, like, all over the place. It's, like, hard to, like... Really? Keep it... Yes. Seriously? Like, it's hard to keep it... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I'm surprised by that because... They, they, when I first started shooting, it was just like crazy. And then I had to like reel it in, like, okay, I want to shoot right here. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. They, they, the AI make it look real easy. They tear you Make up it look real away. easy. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, okay. So, um, yeah, that's like, I feel like um, 
I feel like I should be more powerful with the minigun. Maybe because I I don't have the skill tree up to par yet because I started using it. I just started using it. So, you know, you have to build up the skill tree, get your points and everything and fill in the tree or whatever. So right now I'm using the gun with no perks on it. Uh, that's true. So you're not really getting much of a benefit. Right. I'm not getting a benefit because when we was playing and we um we fought um I guess the the elite guy with the stutch hammer. Yeah, or... yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking okay, about. Okay, so when I was shooting him, I felt like I should have been doing more to him. Yeah, no, Cindy does have a good point. She did bring up the trees. So each each weapon specialization has a skill tree and each each specialization you actually can increase set damage for that specific gun up to three times i believe the percentage is like what 150 percent like you can increase about you can increase the damage to a total of 150 percent plus damage okay and since you said she just started it mm-hmm. it's like okay so the damage is not you know effective right oh hello uh oh, hello. You kind of cut off on me. I'm sorry. That was oh, real okay. quick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's because Ooh. I had a phone call. I'm good oh, now. My. Oh, I got worried. I'm like, dude, not again. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to go through that again. That was very frustrating, by the way, like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, stop. I, so I'm like picking through like the recordings, like, which one was a bad one? Okay, uh, I, that's gone. That, like, dude. It's the episode 12. That yeah, was the worst one. <laughs> Yeah, but, I felt like um, it. But yeah, I feel like being that um, the skill tree is not built up, that the weapon is really weak right now. So um, I felt like that I should have mowed through that elite guy or whatever, and I didn't because okay. me and you both had to double team him. You That's understand true. what I'm saying? That is so true. Um, maybe we could do some more insight later on once you know we upgrade the trees to the fullest and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like I said, for the listener's sake, I mean, uh, I know we did talk about how to get the minigun and, you know, the, the perks and features that it had. But the reason why we're talking about this first is because we wanted to get a practical perspective on it. Right. Because it's one thing to talk about something from the perspective of not having it. But when you talk about something based off experience, then it turns into a review. I'm sure you guys understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, before we continue on, because we got much more to talk about. Uh, you know, the new DLCs, what that entails, you know, the year pass, is it worth it? I decided to add a little bit of backstory to some characters, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, before we continue on that, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Okay. Yes. All right. Welcome back. Hey, quick question for you, Cindy. How do I sound? Do I sound better? Yes, you sound great. Okay, good. Do I sound good? You sound, honestly, every single guest or co-host, y'all sound good. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Actually, one of the listeners was like, Adam is too loud. I'm like, too loud? Adam do be loud sometimes. Honestly, I... It sounds like he'd be having a transmitter in his mouth. Like, I don't... (laughs) You you know, the funny thing is, he actually puts the phone on his chest and for the most Uh part, just talks. Oh. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, the phone's in my throat. You sound like you're in Jamaica. I sound like I'm in Jamaica, like right now? No, not right now, but previously, oh. you sounded like you were really far away, and everybody else was, like, really close, and yeah. you were really far. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out, and all I had to do was plug in my freaking headphones. Wow. Yeah, I told you, that's what I do use it, because I feel like even when we use our Yetis with the phone, it's still, like, low. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. It, it is, for some reason. I, I, I'm here 
putting the Blue Yeti mic in the box and keeping the sound from bouncing everywhere. We just want to keep the sound bouncing in the I'm like, bro, it's too much work, dude. And I'm doing all that just to barely make a little bit of progress. And right. I'm like, I could have just plugged in my headphones, and I, I sound exactly. way better. Anyway, right. all right, so now that we got the minigun talk out the way, which, like I said, after this podcast, I'm going to be grinding that sucker out now that I have that control point finally taken over so I can just reclaim it for that stupid <laughs> step. Uh, we're going to talk about the new DLC or episodes that The Division uh, 2 ha- is, is going to be releasing this year. Okay, so for this entire year, The Division 2 are going to release three episodes this year. Or they're basically DLCs. And each episode, you know, contains content, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. So for this one, uh, the new DLC or episode uh, is called DC Outskirts. Uh, it will be available for everyone for free July 30th, okay? Now, we're going to get into <laughs> we, 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 – because we talked about <laughs> – we recently talked about this off the podcast just for like a split second. I'm like, what is the point? But we're, right. we're, we're going to well, – before, you know, before we get ahead of ourselves, I'm just going to go through this. Uh, uh, although, if you have the year one season pass, you do get a seven-day early access uh, to the new content. So, I believe that's the 23rd. Of, yes, of July twenty third, they had access. Okay, and uh, you have access to the two new new stories, and you you can actually access. So the two new the the new new DLC has two new missions called Camp White Oak, where you chase down the leader of the Black Tusk, which is interesting. When I was playing that mission, spoiler alert, I mean I was chasing President Ellis, which I thought President Ellis was more of a pawn. I'm just not really sure, so I have a lot more research to do, but. And then the other mission is called Manning National Zoo, and that's where you chase down Emmeline Shaw, which is the leader of the Outcast faction. Okay. A quick side note: uh, you also have to be in a World Tier Five server to play these two missions as well. Just a quick side note: um, you also get an expedition called the Kenley College, where you investigate the disappearance of a JTF squad. Uh, you also get classified assignments, which are just miniature missions that contain additional audio logs and clues as to how Washington, D.C. fell before the events of Destiny. I'm sorry. De- wow. I need a wow. shot. Division two. I, I, I need to drink a shot. No, no. <laughs> Said the taboo word. Um, now, OK, before we dive into uh, a little bit more information, um, here, I'm going to give you a quick quick backstory because I wanted to do this. I, I really enjoyed the lore of uh, Division 2. And quick shout-out to MGM Gaming. You can find him on YouTube. He does amazing lore videos on The Division and Division 2. He has, you know, uh, good speculation videos. Um, honestly, I just I like his voice. It's very soothing. Uh, paired along with the Division 2 soundtrack, it's just, it keeps you very engaged. And um, I think you really like his content. So, of course, he he does mainly do division but he also he's, he's reaching out and trying different games like destiny and you know the other tom clancy one i forgot we talked ghost about recon. ghost recon thank you mm-hmm. um so he's, he's he's trying things out there but i say definitely reach out to him he's on twitter just type in ngn gaming you can find him on youtube ngn gaming i think he's amazing i would say support him i actually listen to i listen to his videos while i work out and i it just I don't know. I, it, I, it feels good. I'm nerding out here, but it feels good when I work out. You know, you feel like you're involved in this world. But also, I just like hearing the information. So it's really cool. All right. So a quick backstory on Emily Shaw in uh, the Black Tusk and a President Ellis real quick. So it's not going to be a lot of information. So Emmeline Shaw is the cult leader of the outcast faction. 
She's a uh, asymptomatic carrier of the virus who is hell-bent on destroying those who betray her. Now, just for clarification purposes, asymptomatic carrier, that just means someone who actually can carry the virus without having the symptoms of it, okay? Uh, Emmeline Shaw lost her daughter in the Roosevelt or Roosevelt Island quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trauma motivated her to form the outcast and seek revenge against those responsible, okay? Now, there's a lot more information than that, but that's just kind of like the, the gist of what that character is about and what her motivations are, okay? And that's kind of crazy. Can you imagine? How would you react, Cindy, if you're, you know, your kids, you know, were mistreated and they died, you know, uh, because, due to the virus? Well, they died to died to the virus due to mistreatment you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i mean i mean how would you feel would you think i would lose my mind do you think you would like take i probably i probably wouldn't get back at the division though because you target though um i don't know you see what i'm saying because that because the person that created the virus is dead that's that's very true that's very true that's true (laughs) <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like now, I feel like it's, it's like I was I was listening to like I said, NGN Gaming. He's the man, yo. So I mean, honestly, I think all he really did was if you go to Division Two's website and just it's like, I think it's like Destiny. I'm not, not Destiny. Jeez, the Divisionpedia. It's, it's like Wikipedia for the for the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you, also go to Ubisoft's website also, and they give you all the patch notes. All the lore and all that, and in um even yeah, even in game as well. Mm-hmm. If you actually have the information or like you, you get the information from the characters and you can just kind of read it verbatim. Honestly, I'm even though I know anyone can do it. I don't know. I just, uh, I think he's a, his, his content is amazing. All right. I'm already kissing his behind. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's amazing because I, I, it's just blind rage at that point. Right. Like what, mm-hmm. who, I mean, like it's uh, what clearly else? not your emotion is gone now. Like, cause well, anything I, that meant something to you was gone. I wouldn't even so. say your, I wouldn't even say your emotions are gone. I think you're more fired up. And now it's just like blind rage now because yeah, anyone, yeah. I was going to say anyone who was, uh, who was slightly responsible, who didn't do anything, who right. did something, who was a part mm-hmm. of the squad, you're done. You're responsible. And I'm like, well, who, who's safe from you? Nobody. I feel like she's blaming the division because that person, like I said, that created the virus is dead. So she needs somebody to blame. To be honest, I mean, quick fact check. She's actually, uh, she, she actually targeted the JTF. Okay. Uh, because uh, a JTF were uh, the ones actually keeping her and the rest of the civ- civilians in the quarantine uh-huh. zones on Roosevelt Island. Uh-huh. And since the JTF went bad, which was the, he, they, they were led by, like a, a sect of the JTF went bad and they were led by uh, General Ridgway. I guess he was, mm-hmm. a, or, or I guess he was Colonel Ridgway at the time when he was right. a part of the JTF. And then mm-hmm. since he split and, you know, uh, you know disavowed the JTF, it was, uh, 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 dishonorably discharged. He kind of promoted himself to general, and uh, he, he, he was uh, he was reverting the supplies away from the island. And he no he saw people that were sick or weak were already dead. Like if you were injured or sick, you were already dead in his oh, eyes. So okay, he, so he felt that was no need to give you the treatment. Exactly. So mm-hmm. so that on top of Emmeline Shaw's daughter dead. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now she's a very charismatic person, mm-hmm. and she so knows that how- makes sense why she's going after the division. Correct. Well, mm-hmm. JT at first, and then the division, right? Mm-hmm. But honestly, now it that's really- all like the same thing. I mean, yes. Well, not not technically, not really, not really. I know the division, but the division works with JTF, so they're no. combined. No, JTF. No, no, I mean, no, J- no, no, no. The division works for the government and works for the president. I'm sorry, answer to the president directly. 
they don't work. I understand that, but the um, JTF is under us. We could tell them where to go. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say they are under us in terms of the tier bracket. Yeah. Right. Uh, But uh, yeah, I I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, I mean, Emily and Shaw, she is, it's, I think it's a terrible position to be in, but -hmm. also it's like the, the outcast group that she formed and that, that she has, that she, that's under her power. It's like a cult personality because there's suicide bombers in there. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're using, and they even actually use, they're using like biological warfare. Now, remember, like I said, Emmeline Shaw is an asymptomatic carrier of the virus, but she doesn't show any symptoms. So guess what they're doing? They're taking her blood and they're, they're using biological warfare and they actually inject it like a bunch of puppies and they release the puppies uh, uh, at a school and affected a whole bunch of kids. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. That's wow. crazy. You would think since she lost you her daughter. You would think, yes, since she lost her daughter that she wouldn't do that to the kids. She, she, bro, I'm like, what? This chick is crazy. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, I, and, and the thing is, it's like, it doesn't, like, someone like that has to be put down because there's no reasoning with them. They lost everything. They feel they have nothing to lose. So there's no rationale. There's no rhyme or reason or real rationale to their actions. It's just that, hey, this was happened to me and my daughter died, so she has no real reason to live. So why should everyone else get to? Right. I'm like, dang, bro. Um, yeah, okay. So now the Black Tusk. So the Black Tusk are a private military contractor with ties to political and industrial leaders. They're, <coughs> they're compromised of elite soldiers that have a long history of working with the U.S. government. Their primary objective is to neutralize the division and take control of Washington, D.C. Now, mm, from my understanding and based off the lore, uh, these guys were here before the outbreak. They were just waiting. So they, they had to know something was up. They, yeah. knew, they had to know they were actually here before the outbreak happened. So they had to know a lot. And this kind of ties along with President Ellis as well, because President Ellis, turned, which, was, which is the current president now, mm-hmm. once we end up taking out all the leaders of the, of the, of the world. I know, spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> I guess I already spoiled it already. Ugh. But the, once we took out the the the, the leading faction, the, the leaders of each faction, we the, the Black Tusk took over Washington D.C. overnight. They basically were doing that. They basically allowed us to do the job for them, which was very smart because it's it, why, why waste manpower and gunpower on everyone when the division is already doing the job for you. The division's job is to clear Washington, D.C. of all threats. Why does the Black Tusk need to interfere while the division is doing something that they want to do anyway? Now, once the division clears all the factions and they're over there celebrating and being happy, Pappy, then they, all they got to do is just take over everything, which, exactly, which is something that they exactly, which is exactly what they do. And uh, it, it gets pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, it turns out that President Ellis was working with the Black Tusk all along, and uh, he, Black uh, the President Ellis actually envisions a, a new America. You know, however, however he see fits, and I believe the the Black Tusk can get him there. But I, based off of what I read, I mean, <laughs> from from the, the the details of the story, it's, it's saying that he's the leader of the Black Tusk. I'm just very conflicted about that. I, I have no idea. Not really sure about that. Did he start the Black Tusk before? I don't know. Doesn't he was actually? Uh, uh, we call him Vice President. No, he's a Speaker. I think of the House. Right. Uh, before, um, you know, these the other presidents died or you know, quote unquote, committed suicide, which obviously they were killed. Mm-hmm. 
they actually said the pre- the president before President Ellis was actually on on the record on, on the record he committed suicide, but off the record he was assassinated by the Secret Service, and the Secret Service uh, killed him because the Black Tusk bribed them uh, a free passage or passage out of the city, so they don't have to worry about getting sick. Well, obviously they were a loose end, you know, because the the Black Tusk couldn't risk, you know, uh, them getting out. Exactly. Right in the info. Exactly. So they're just using everybody. Right. And uh, but um, I, that's why. But that's what makes me think. See, of that's. Go ahead. Oh, go, I go, was go, go, gonna go. say that too. Yeah. That's, that's what, what makes me think <laughs> yeah. that the president probably was probably did start the black tusk, but when he was still a speaker. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe you see like that, or because just, if he's he's already in the White House and he got connections already, so he already knows about to hit the fan. Which is Before true. Before he even president, so. Which is true, but y'all, but also we have to realize this as well. I mean, A, it's possible, I'm just saying, it's possible that President Ellis could be just a pawn in the Black Tusk game, or uh, a lot of people don't know this, the Black Tusk are actually, are, are like I said, are, like I just said this before, they're a private military contractor. So that means right. they were hired by someone mm-hmm. with, with a lot, who was more powerful than they are. Right, so, so which he would have been more powerful than them. I mean. he's in the White House already. I mean, but, but if you think about it, though, right? And I, he raised the ranks, too. You got to think about it. Okay, okay. So he in the White House, and he a speaker, right? Right. Okay. So the Black Tusk is the, um, like, mercenaries, right? All right. Okay. Right. Now, he already got connections to the president, which means he could manipulate the president. Now, we now he could have, like, put in the word to kill the president so he could become president, and now he got all the power. So it makes sense. I mean, that's, that's, I think that, that's a theory, okay? Because uh-huh. it's, not, it's, not, it's not fact yet, but here's, my, here's the other theory. other theory is I do know, well, partially I do know that the Black Tusk, they're, they're employers, right? Uh-huh. Okay? And the thing is, um, and, and, and some, in, the, in, the, in the echoes or the, or the recordings in the game, uh, uh-huh. the Black Tusk realized that the people that employ them, uh-huh. they're, they're people that don't want loose ends, Okay. Uh-huh. And the right. Black Tusk are a loose end. If you really think about it, right? They are. Now, now, in my mind, I, they, that was, they, what I also talked about in, in the recording, they said the Black Tusk, like the Black Tusk boss, like their boss. I'm not talking about the, the employers of the Black Tusk. I'm talking about the Black Tusk, you know, leader or boss. The leader, yeah. Uh-huh. They said, um, you know, he, he envisions the Black Tusk as the Praetorian Guard. Now, the Praetorian Guard, if you guys don't know, was back in the day in the Roman time. It was a like Greece and Roman. Well, basically, uh, empires would fall and rise based off of their command, okay? Because they have so much, they have so much power, and they have so much firepower. Uh, and I'm talking about the Black Tusk here. You know, they, they are, um, I need to get my history to facts. <laughs> I need to get my history checked. But uh, the Praetorian Guard, yeah, they were, they were guards back in the, uh, I believe, Roman times? Or ancient Greece times? Anyway, case in point, and, and empires rose and fell to their command. And the Black Tusk, are very powerful uh, private, you know, contractors. Okay. But uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, for that, that was, that was, I just, I thought that was very interesting. Okay. I'm kind of rambling here, but I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, but, okay. So, oh, where am I at? Okay. So um, now just to clarify, you're, uh, for the people that uh, are still invested in this game, uh, for, for the entire year, there's, good, there's a total of three, episodes or dlcs that you're going to get this year okay so the first episode is the dc outskirts you know expeditions will take you to surrounding areas of washington 
as you chase down elite members of the Outcast and the Black Tusk and fight for liberation of the city in the new locations, right? The second episode, uh, the Pentagon, uh, the last castle, will bring you to one of America's most iconic locations to unveil what secrets lie inside of uh, of this well-protected maze, okay? And a third episode will conclude the year one of The Division 2 and pave a way for more thrilling content. And I believe uh, I believe E3 said this is uh, where we're chasing down Aaron Keener, who was the first mm-hmm. Division agent to actually go rogue. He was part of the first wave. Yep. And he went rogue, and he decided to go against his government because he believed the government didn't have the, his, the best interests, you know, for the people. Which, we could talk- because they left him in the dark zone. Yeah, so with civilians. That so that's what that's what it is. So yeah, he was in a dark zone. Like Cindy, Cindy's correct. Uh, he was in a dark zone. And he kind of I think was kind of in charge of, you know, getting people out of the dark zone. Right. Which mm-hmm. is like a, a, a just a place of lawlessness. Really, that's all it really was. There's no law and order. There's people infected in there. But uh, case in point, uh, he was trying to rescue a group of civilians. And from the division one, there's this, there's an enemy faction called the Rikers from Rikers Island, right? And they surrounded a building he was in, and uh, he needed backup. And they wouldn't come to him. They, they said no. And they all died, except for him. Mm-hmm. So ever all since, the civilians and everybody died. Everyone died. Mm-hmm. And so he, ever since then, you know, his, his loyalty, his, his loyalties has changed. But his, his motivation, his determination, and, his, and his, uh, his goals are still the same. It's just his, his loyalties are just elsewhere. And, uh, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious... I mean, because when you think about it, I mean, I believe he really was a genuine, he genuinely cared about the public. He really wanted to he serve did. his country. And he did uh-huh. serve his country before he joined the, joined the, um, uh, the home, you know, Homeland Security, you know, mm-hmm. division. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 very, it's very interesting. I'm kind of interested, to see, you know, why, I mean, I guess we kind of know why, but I believe I mean, maybe he's the hero we all need, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I mean, you think about it, Cindy, all these factions are leaving or are lost faith in the government or the powers that be for a legitimate reason. Right. Right. I mean, now for now, the only, the only faction that is just a, is, is a, that, I, that, that I can't justify is the hyenas. Mm-hmm. Right. And the hyenas were already criminals to begin with, but they're just, they're just criminals that are, that are taking advantage of the situation. Right. Right. And they just, they just get bigger and have factions. Right. Um, but the other ones, the JTF, right. I mean, they, they, they're honestly just making the situation work. So, yeah, I can see why. I mean, the Colonel Ridgeway, he was kind of crazy, but I see why he decided to break off from the government and he didn't want to go along, you know, with the JTF and he wanted to form the True Sons. That's what the mm-hmm. new group is called. And since the government was constantly supplying, you know, uh, resources, you know, the to people. The government did a lot of bad stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, they feel like that, in Division One, when they left all the military people there. Yeah, like there's a lot of issues. What, what was that faction called with the military? Oh, the LMB. Some of the LMB. Yeah, yeah, the LMB when they left all the military people there. Actually, no, the LMB, they're, they're actually a private military contract, contractor as well, hired by Wall Street to, to, to protect their assets. That's, mm-hmm. that's who the LMB were. Okay, so they're private. They didn't really work for the government. But the LMB was kind of sick of how the government was running things, you know, through the JTF. So the LMB became the enemy of the country when they, when the LMB uh, decided to kill uh, some JTF commanding officers. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? The, 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 um, the resources that they had, 
they were taken away. They were done because they were considered enemy of the, of the country. Right. Right. And, uh, but I mean, honestly, there's, there's a lot of reasons why people do what they do. And the JT, mm-hmm. I mean, like, honestly, the, the, the government was supplying people that were dying. It just seemed like anything the government was doing was futile in the JTF's eyes. And then the outcasts, I mean, they were jacked up by the JTF and, you know, since they wanted to revert, and, and this is uh, freaking General Ridgeway's fault. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. he decided, he said, you know what? I'm trying to look after my men. These are people I'm looking for. They, they envision a new America. They want, they, because honestly, they all have the same goal for the most part. They just have a, a weird way of getting there. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, was, I would say maybe the outcasts are slightly different, I think, because they were just sick and they were just mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Emily and I just want to kill everybody. Um, but yeah. But okay, so now, uh, just for clarification purposes, did you want to add anything, Cindy? Because I've been talking yeah. this entire time. Okay. Right, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just excited about this. I really like this game. Uh, so uh, for those, uh, so we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the, the year one pass and the downloadable content real quick. Um, and and uh, the question I have is kind of rhetorical, but uh, isn't the first year downloadable content free for everyone? And the question is, yes, mm-hmm. Ubisoft plans to release the Division 2's year, first year of content free for all players. So even if you don't buy the year one pass, you'll still be able to play the, the two, uh, three content episodes and you won't be locked out of major content just because you didn't purchase it. And then the question, the second question is, why bother to buy the year one pass, right? The year mm-hmm. one pass essentially offers extra bonuses for diehard fans who can't wait to play the next content drop. This certainly won't apply to everyone, but there are people willing to shell out some more money in order to play the content before everyone else, right? Like me. Plus the year one pass also comes with additional like missions, rewards, bounties, outfits, and emotes, right? Mm -hmm. Now what's really important to me, I mean, don't get me wrong. I guess I do enjoy you know, because I'm a hardcore player, I do enjoy, you know, playing the missions prior, to, prior, you know, before other people having that early access, but it's only a week. But right. what I'm really intrigued in is the rewards portion, mm-hmm. okay? And then the missions and bounties, and then outfits and emotes, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess in that order. Because, um, no, I was, I was, no, I would, I would say the rewards, such as the guns and stuff that are game-changing, then the outfits and emotes, and then the missions and bounties, because the missions and bounties are always fun, but I, I want to look good, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I want to know what weapons, since, since, since the weapons are obviously game-changing, I want to know what you're going to get me. Now, I do right. know this for sure, Cindy. Uh, let me see. Actually, we brought this up. Um, don't you get three? I, like, I'm sorry. If you have the year one pass, you also have access. And, and I, guess, I guess they didn't say this specifically, I guess, in my notes. But... You can have you. You have access. You will have access to three new uh, weapon specialists. Is that true? Yeah, that's what it says. So, so, just, so just to clarify, the weapon specialists are like we already kind of established what they are, right? The the minigun, the the crossbow, the the grenade launcher, and the sniper rifle. You're gonna now if you have the th- year one pass, you have access, exclusive access. Exclusive. To, yep. That's good to know. Uh, and but here's the thing: I want to see what they are. And I, I believe it's I believe it's gonna be a rocket launcher because I don't think we don't have rocket launchers at no, all. No, we don't have rocket launchers and the enemy does. That's what I'm saying. I think that's a good guess, right? Right. So a rocket launcher, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to know what specifically what those are. 
what those skill, tr- skill trees are going to look like, what exotic weapons you're going to get if those are going to be exclusive as well, and what outfits we're going to have and skins and stuff like that. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess, my only concern with it. Um, it's funny because I wasn't going to purchase the, um, the year one pass because I'm thinking I had to. Yeah, me too. I thought we had to. In order to because get... Because that's how it was in Division 1. Exactly. In order for you to get the extra content, you have right. to purchase year one. Now, I don't know why they're doing it, which I think is great. Now, mm-hmm. also, we have to keep this in mind. They didn't say that this is going to be a continued thing. This, right. is, uh, this is for year one. Year one. Exactly. Okay? Now, keep year that in two mind. could be a whole different thing. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Now, before I purchase... I now we to... know we have to read. That's <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got to read. I really got to... But uh, yeah, that, that's honestly pretty much it. I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, do, uh, do you feel that the year one pass is worth it to you? I mean, is it too soon to tell, Cindy? Because I mean, based off of what well, you read, well, uh, right now, I'm was keeping me all right with purchasing the year one pass and the rewards, like you said, the subclass, the new subclasses, mm, the new specialization classes. <laughs> Take a shot, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> the new specialization classes that's coming out and, you know, aesthetics and all that, that's what's keeping me going with the year one pass. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, seven days of free access is not all that. That's what I don't really give it that. <laughs> oh, you got a week. But not only that, it's seven days free access, yes. But you only can do one mission, so... No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. What, you, you, some more uh, missions uh, no, no, opened no. up since we played? No, no, it's, it's, that's not it. So, you could play... So like, it's, I'm if talking you about per- story missions. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, right. so just to clarify, uh, uh-huh. on the 23rd of July, yeah. uh, if you had the year one pass, you have access to play the two missions called, um, uh, darn it, darn it, I had it in my notes. The one where you chase down, I have it right here. I'm going to read it. Okay, so you have access to do the Camp White Oak mission and also the Manning National Zoo mission. Now, you also have access to do the expedition mission but okay. you that the expedition mission is it, it has I think four parts of it, and okay. you you only could do one, and that's what we did. I think. Oh, two that's nights what ago. we did. That okay. That's the expedition. Okay, so that's the thing. We get early access, but we're not getting all of it. Right. You I, understand what I'm saying? Which is kind of a letdown because if you're giving me early access, I better be getting early access. That means early access to everything. Yeah, give <laughs> give me that loot, little ninja. Give me that loot. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I mean, so I got a question. What did you think of it? Uh, I mean, uh, so doing the expedition, it was a, I mean, it was a little bit different. I, I, it I was, liked it because, you know, um, it, it was some puzzle solving and, you know, we had to find what we, it really didn't tell us what we had to go look for. Like, where was it? It just tells us to look for it. In right. This area. Okay. So it was, uh, you know, I, I liked that we had to, you know, find stuff and work out some puzzles and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, instead of just going into the room and shooting stuff and then getting to the boss and whatever. So You're... it was a little bit more to do. Yeah, so yeah, Cindy's right. Yeah, I don't really have to add much. I mean, I just like the fact that there are mechanics there, like she right. said. Um, okay, one thing I, I don't I, – I didn't really care for it because she, she is right. She did say that um, you would have to look – you would have an objective and you would have to look for something, you know, to type in or scan or whatever. But – I didn't know what some of the things were. Like, look for an EIP. I'm like, what is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. And <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just looking for something to glow on my screen. So I'm like, oh, that's what right. it is. But, I mean, <laughs> oh, like, I, believe, I think if you give it, like, at least maybe three to five minutes, it will, like, let you know where to go. I think it's when you get close to, like, when you get close to it. 
I mean, I guess maybe you're right. Maybe I'm, like uh, when when you get close to it, then it'll it'll be like I'm, it's me right here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, there you go. Just keep walking around. I don't know. I, mean, I would I would say though too. I I really enjoy the lore and the stories and why people are why people are motivated to do what they do. I like the little conversations you could get from the audio logs, and it, it it just makes it personal. You know, I actually teared up when I was listening to one of the audio logs because it was a little. It was like a three-part audio log where it was talking about, uh, I, I, I think, no, 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 no. It was um, a, a family man was, uh, his wife was, was sick and she was dying. And he just, he wanted to end it all. He just didn't want to live anymore. And I think, I think their kid died too. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm like, dude, I mean, that's freaking sucks. So it makes it personal. You actually hear the conversations between these individuals and people. And it's so sad. And I was like tearing up just listening to it because I was like, oh my goodness. Like, because me, I'm a family man. So I liked it. I was like, bro, if that was my what? <laughs> I was like tearing up. I almost cried. I was like, but yeah. So I, I, I really enjoy the lore and also the individual, the, the, the individual stories that are, you know, and honestly, these are people that we don't know, but it just lets you know how I, I love how it shows you how it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like talking about, you know, the main characters, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I do like that a lot. But um, yeah, that is. Episode one is it has a lot of things in it, not just, you know, the story, not just the story stuff. It, it implemented so much stuff. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So quick side note. I forgot to bring this up. Uh, so like Cindy mentioned earlier, each weapon specialization or skill tree uh, before because uh, before, I guess, a certain update, uh, the skill tree was very specific to you using specific guns so you can get bonus damage using this gun or just this gun or just this gun, depending upon which specialization you wanted to use. So if you wanted to use a crossbow or a sniper or a grenade launcher, you were rewarded using specific guns, like, you know, additional bonus based off of, you know, the weapon specialization you wanted to use. Now... You can actually re revamp or not even I won't say it's, I guess it's revamp, but you also can re reorganize your your modifications or your your or your skill tree because if you have all the points, you can actually redistribute where your points are going to go. So there's actually a part of the skill tree where you can put on any weapon you want: submachine gun, assault rifle, shotgun, sniper, scout rifle. You know, you can you can actually apply which kind of gun gets what damage buff so you don't have to constantly swap your weapons around if you don't want to so that's actually a real that's a plus that's a big Mm -hmm. deal i like that a lot so you're not just stuck with what you get so i i like that so you can kind of like i said redistribute your points where you like it so you so it can benefit you as such um and did i miss anything else uh in terms of what this uh, episode one or dlc is that that we get am i missing anything sir well you cover all the story parts Okay, what about, is it, I, I think it was something with the raid, maybe? Yeah, okay, so let me start it off. First, we have, okay, you know how when you're playing Division, and it says, um, um, agent needs backup, right? Oh, yeah, you, that's You right. always keep hearing that, agent needs backup, and you either choose to go help the agent, or you don't, or whatever. So they implemented this thing called the Shepherds, it's called the Shepherds Reward System. So basically, you're working towards getting the shepherd's title. That's what it's called. Okay. So the more people that you help when they says agent needs backup, you go to help them. 
it's it's a point system now, and you could go all the way to ninety nine. Okay, and you get um, let's see, you get special rewards and stuff from from helping other players. So basically, they're giving you an incentive to help other people in division. That's really which good. Which is it's cool. You well, know what I mean. And it? if you and if you're tired of hearing agent needs backup, just go to the settings and cut it off. <laughs> I didn't. If mean. you don't want to hear that, go to the settings. I got a question. How do you even join someone? Because I've had a hard. I don't know how to do that. Okay, so when um it says agent needs backup, it will have like a little prompt somewhere on your screen, probably on the um bottom left, bottom right, whatever, and you can join them like that. I, I, maybe this it's so small. I've never actually seen it. So what's the what's the reward? For actually, I don't know if you said. I have no idea Uh, what the rewards are because you know it's different. They're all different. Like I said, it goes from one from point one to ninety nine, and you're also getting you're working towards getting the title of shepherd. So when you, um, I guess when your name is displayed, you know how you in the world and you see your name. Yeah. Your gamer tag, it will have the the shepherd's title on it too. Oh, okay. What else? Because you you're actually getting a title. Okay, um, they also, <laughs> um, for the raid, they um, added, uh, uh, this is for people that never did the raid before. Okay, if you did the raid, this is not for you. But if you didn't do the raid, they added this thing called the um, discovery mode difficulty. Okay, so basically, this is for people that never did the raid. And they're intimidated by the raid, like, oh my god, this raid look crazy or whatever. So you could do discovery mode, okay, which will help you uh, basically discover the the raid. Like you can discover it, you could work it out or whatever before you do the normal raid. So I got a question. Does that mean you're just? It's kind of like a tutorial. You're just going through it. It's not a tutorial per se. Okay. So discovery um, mode. I mean, like, are you in the raid though, and just you're in the raid. Okay, now you're in the raid, but it's not as hard as the normal raid. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. so you actually get, are, you, are you rewarded though when you go through? You the are rewarded, but the rewards for the normal raid is are better. Um, obviously, right? Right. Okay. Because you know you got to put it in the work to get the good stuff. Oh, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so but you do get your little rewards or whatever that is. Oh, I don't know what rewards they're offering, but I do know that they're not as good as the normal rate, right. which is understandable. No, thanks for clarifying that, because I think I read that somewhere, but I had a, I had a hard time understanding what that meant. Maybe it was just worded weird, or maybe I didn't understand it quite well, just simply. But uh, no, that makes, that's really cool, though. I like the fact that if you are intimidated by the rate and you don't know what to do, and I think, I believe it's matchmaking, you can matchmake it as well. I believe it, I see, mm-hmm. I, I believe yeah, you definitely should be, I think you can match, match make it, because it's the eight-player raid. No, you say so you can actually. So the the, the uh, discovery mode is actually made for people to match make. So like, if, right? If you want to match make, you can only match make, uh, I believe, in discovery mode. Mm-hmm. I, I think I just I checked it out. No, so yeah, you're right. It's really cool though. I just didn't understand what that meant to be honest with you. So yeah, that's for people that's like intimidated by the raid. They never did the raid, or they don't have anyone to do the raid with. There you go. So it's just so it's just a, so in, in layman's terms, it's just an easier version of the raid. Right. And so you could be familiar with the mechanics and all of that before you do the normal rate. I'm going to hype on in there, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> they also coming out with a new exotic. Oh, do tell, please. Okay, a new exotic rifle. It's called the Diamondback. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. so it has, it has, it's a lever action rifle, five round magazine, 
100 um, RPMs. The talents are um, Agonizing Bite. What does that mean? Wait, hold on, because I have to turn my brightness up. Can't see. Okay. Okay. Agonizing Bite is the Diamondback randomly marks an enemy. Hits the enemy, consumes the mark. Guaranteed a critical hit with with plus 20% total damage. A new random enemy is marked afterwards and when, whenever you reload. Hmm, interesting. Okay, next perk is Deep Fangs. So it's after, after hitting five marked enemies, gain plus 50% reload speed, plus 20% total damage, and hmm. all shots fired are guaranteed critical hits for 10 seconds. Oh, that's okay. Well, well, how you doing? <laughs> Um, the next perk is shedding skin. Okay, and like it's snakes. Right. I'm sorry. While drawn, <laughs> while drawn, each time a round is loaded. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. While drawn, each time a row. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> I can't read today. Okay. While drawn, each time a round is loaded, gains plus twenty percent bonus armor for three seconds. While okay. holstered. Each time you reload or cycle your current weapon, gains eight eight percent bonus armor for two seconds. Okay, cool. I mean, honestly, I never really was, I never was a fan of like the armor perks. Maybe because right. I don't have an armor build and I don't know what it's like to be a tank. Right. But um, I feel like when I'm in the open world or just any kind of mission, I feel like my armor gets shredded so quickly. Really? I, that's how I feel. I don't know. Maybe it just seems it seems negligible. Well, that's how I used to feel, but, but my armor was really low. But I, I, mine is like 300,000 now. As you know what? That makes, now that, now that I think about it, uh, I'm looking at it now. My main build that I use, because I have that, mm-hmm. I think it's called ongoing, ongoing, oper- what's that, what's that gear set called? Ongoing directive. Thank you. Ongoing directive. So I, I have that gear set on. And when I use that, my armor is really low. Yes. Real it's, low. It's, it's, it's basically a skill build. Right. It's basically what it is. So like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you use any kind of skill and it's, it, the skills are working at maximum capacity almost. Right. Uh, well, I said that's kind but of an oxymoron. But your armor be like trash. My armor is trash. But hey, you know, right. I, I, I mean, that's all right. I'll just, you know, switch it up a little bit. Right. Oh, so. Okay. Go ahead. My fault. Shall I continue? Yeah, please. <laughs> Sorry. They're also coming out with um, exotic gloves called the BTSU. Okay. Okay. So basically, um, it's black tusk gloves. Okay. Okay. I did hear about that. Okay, so the talents are elemental gadgetry. Ooh, that was hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> you try it. saying that with two tongue rings in your mouth. Not going to work out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, is skills that apply status effects gain 50% status effect duration and plus 50% skill haste. Okay. Okay, um, in energy infusion whenever you're whenever you apply a status effect your gloves become infused with that for 60 seconds hmm. while infused you gain plus 10 percent skill damage plus 10 percent skill healing and repair and hey. plus 10 percent skill duration for each utility hey. yellow battery that's hey. the yellow battery utility is yellow battery people hey let's go <laughs> on your gear Yo, that sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded real good, yo. That sounded real good, yo. Okay. Okay. Next is charge proximities. Whenever you throw a skill, 
uh, what is that? 125 seconds after landing, it creates an explosion, applying the infused status effect to all enemies within six meters. Mm-hmm. Enemies affected by the infusion status effect take 50% more damage from your skill. Ooh. This is actually really cool. Wow. Um, Ooh, them gloves is the truth. Gloves is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they got more perks. Oh, God, Wait, read hold them. Hold on. Read them. Okay, heroic boss. Oh, no. That's not it? Heroic boss. Now that's... Oh, no, 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 no. See, no, that has nothing to do with the gloves, which they should have, like, you know, segmented it better because okay. oh, it looks like it's all look the like same it's all, thing. Look like it's all part of them. Right. Okay, I got you. Okay, so it says here, more stuff for us to know about episode one. Okay. okay. <laughs> it says, heroic bosses now drop exotics. Oh, okay. So that's wait a minute. I, I, what is a heroic boss? Oh, no, no, no. A boss is from a heroic mission, correct? Like difficulty. Uh, I guess so. It says only only exotics that the player is qualified for. So oh. if you're not qualified for it, you ain't getting it. I don't know what that means, but okay. I Good. don't even know. I guess people under tier five. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. I like I like that though. So uh, is it guaranteed? Is it guaranteed? Right. Uh, Did it say a chance? Uh, it says, uh, let me keep reading. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so only exotic, okay, only exotic that, that the player is qualified for. For world drop exotic, it's required that the player has the drop previously. For, for world drop exotic, it requires that the player has the drop previously. What does that mean? Can you read it again? Sorry, go read it again. Read it for one more time. World, for world drop exotic, mm-hmm. it requires that the player has the drop previously. That 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 almost sounds like an oxymoron. Maybe right. I'm just misunderstanding it, but it's saying in order for you to. It sounds like what it's saying. It sounds like what you're saying is, in order for you to get a world an exotic drop from the world from world tier boss, uh-huh. um, you and need to you need to you have that to exotic have it drop. before. That what? Maybe I'm just misunderstanding. Oh, maybe okay. This is probably what it means. Okay, you know how normally we get an exotic and the exotic comes in like at four ninety because we craft it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it drops it, if we have the four ninety version, then we probably get a five hundred. Oh, okay. Word. Okay. Never. Okay. Well, maybe that's okay. That's cool. That's cool. So okay. I guess that maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe Don't that more than Don't quote me on that. I'm not okay. quoting. <laughs> okay. Okay. It says for crafting for crafting exotic, it requires that the player has the blueprint, which is normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eagle bearer, eagle bearer remains. Ah! Sorry. Okay. Eagle bearer <laughs> remains exclusive to the Operation Dark House raid. I mean, sorry, Dark Hours raid. So the Eagle Bearer is a drop in the raid, and it's still a drop in the raid till now. Okay. Uh, the possible of dropping these is a... Uh, the purpose of dropping these is to allow a chance to get GS500 variants without... Oh, yeah, like what I was saying. So, yes, it's going to come up to 500. It's going to come up to 500 without upgrading it. So that's cool. Or material, or get materials to upgrade other exotics. So yeah, if you already have the gun and it's at four ninety, when when you get it from these heroic bosses, it's gonna come at five hundred guaranteed. That's good to know. So that's good. 
Okay. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm all down for the be. red. Oh, you also can team share the exotics if you have to. I don't see that happening. Team share? You can team share them. I mean, don't we do that already? Not with exotics. You ain't giving your nemesis to somebody, is you? That's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Here's my exotic. I don't need no. it. Um, I, I, I think I want that. I just exactly. got it. Well, what, what if you get a duplicate, exactly. right? That's, I mean, what you're right. that's what I'm figuring. Like now, since it's a heroic and we probably run it more than one time, and you probably get okay. multiple, now you can share it with your um, teammates. Okay. I mean, to be honest with you, that is. Okay, so go ahead. My fault. Okay. Take Exotic items no longer have <clears throat> random range on their damage and armor rolls. All exotics are set to the previous highest possible value. This also hey. affects existing exotic items. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Y'all got to do no right. work. Hey. 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 Oh, also, Let's go. I forget because I don't have this in front of me. Um, okay. The calibration and the crafting um, tables Table. are also going to be outside in the social area. So before you go into the um, White House, so that's considered yeah. a social area. Where the raid um, helicopter is, you know where the raid yeah. helicopter is? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, right you. across the street from there is where the crafting yeah. table and the calibration table is going to be. It's also going to be I mean, inside too, but it's going to be on outside too. Both. I mean, hey, that's, that's before I forget because I wanted to remember that. <laughs> I mean, that's, hey, look, I, I I say that's fine. It's not like blowing my mind. Like, whoa, that's exciting. no. They, the I reason mean, why that's... they did that is because they wanted people to be able to interact with people in a social area because that's a social area. So while you're calibrating your gun, you can see Bill on the side. Like, uh, hey, he's five hundred. Bill, can you help me? That's why. Oh, word. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Hey, there, there you go. Hey, you're thinking ahead. Go ahead. Okay, they're also adding regular weapons, too. So they got a new assault rifle called the Carbine 7. I'm, like, dancing in my kitchen right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this weapon has 30 rounds in the mag, uh, 790 RPM. uh, So this this is an assault rifle, right? Yes, it is. It's called, in case you didn't hear me the first time, the Carbine 7 is an assault rifle. Okay, Okay. um... By default roll with the new talent, it has overflowing. Every three every three reloads <laughs> from empty increases your magazine capacity by a hundred percent. Okay. That's that that's okay. it. Next. <laughs> okay. Next right. we have a light machine gun called the Stoner okay. LMG. Okay. It has <laughs> <laughs> nice right? name. <laughs> oh, I might want this. Um, okay, <laughs> it's uh, it's five eighty <laughs> RPM, and it has two hundred mag capacity. Two hundred okay. mag. Uh, that seems appropriate though for LMG. No, because ahead. the highest one right now was like one hundred. Right. No, my point is, I'm not surprised by that. I think that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm more liking bullets. the more bullets. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By default, roll with with a new talent is overwhelmed suppressing an enemy that is not currently suppressed grants plus five plus five percent weapon damage for 10 seconds max stack is five she said that one more time one more time just want to say okay, okay. suppressing Good. an enemy that 
is not currently suppressed. Grants plus mm-hmm. 5% weapon damage for 10 seconds. Max stack is 5. All right, so here's, here's what I want to say. Um, I think that's really mm-hmm. good. That makes me want to use LMGs now because the problem I have with using LMGs is they because suppress. I think that right and they they definitely slow down the pace of uh-huh. combat right and in this game you're pretty much in combat a lot okay uh even depending upon your build i mean but uh the reason why i didn't really care for it like i said is because it slows down the pace of combat and when you're shooting enemies that aren't bosses honestly that's not even really true i think the only bosses that you don't have to worry about going into cover or suppressing are big fat bosses the ones that are huge mm-hmm. that are noticeably big and not just charge at you like the big fat like bosses. Big elite but... dudes, yeah. Exactly. Other than you know, that, any, it is, uh, right. Other than that, it doesn't matter if you are a yellow bar, a red bar. If you're able to go and cover and get suppressed, you just will. Mm-hmm. With this, though, I like that because I, I like this because, uh, you know, you get to suppress someone. Sure, that means, and it, you said it stacks up to five times. I guess you need to suppress them five times, or if you keep shooting long enough, you get it stacked up. I don't know. But the point is, you can suppress someone, you get that stack, you get that buff, then you can aim at someone else that's not in cover and get that damage right. on Or just aim at the boss that's not. So it, it's, like, it's really good, right? You can kind of play on the low-tier the low tier enemies, make sure they're suppressed, you get your stack, and then you aim straight for the boss that's obviously not going to go in cover, and you can just melt right. them with your 200-round mm-hmm. magazine. So that's really good. These are high-end weapons, just to clarify? Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't state if they're high-end or not. I think it's but safe I'm to assume that, though. assuming because this is, like, based on a Tier 5 aspect. Because for the simple okay. fact, Episode 1 is Tier 5. You must be Tier 5 to access the mission. So, <clears throat> okay. okay, next we have, um, they did an increase to the base damage of shotguns in PvE. Okay, I like that. That's good. I'm, um, I'm all about the shotgun. Okay, mic. they did it to, um, to the M870. Is plus thirty percent dam. I mean thirty six percent damage to the why even number? <laughs> Sorry, go to, ahead. to the AA twelve is plus twenty nine percent damage. Uh, the super ninety is plus thirty percent, plus thirty three percent damage. Okay. Uh, the SASG twelve is plus thirty percent, thirty three percent damage, and the Spaz twelve is plus eight percent damage. That's because the Spaz is already OP. <laughs> <laughs> and this I'm is trying. the highlight and then I'm we can end the podcast. The highlight okay. right here. Okay. 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 Weapon mod has been uh, yeah. added. Okay. okay, sweet. Added flashlight okay. attachment for pistols. Oh remember! Finally! <laughs> Why is this like Okay, no no no. See, that excites me, but why just stop Why at the pistol? That's what I'm saying. I rarely Pi- use my pistol. I don't even use that. that. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Now, wait a minute now. I got a question for you. No, this is, I, I'm with you on this 100%. Uh-huh. I, I do use sawed-off shotguns, but obviously they didn't specifically say that. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping in good faith uh-huh. that they'll apply a flashlight to a sawed-off just because it's a, it's a, a last resort infinite ammo kind of weapon just like the right. pistol is. But even if it's not, why, I mean, I think it's nice to have, but... Why stop at right. that? Just give. We're division agents. We have HHD tech, like from the future, <laughs> and we don't, we have, don't a have a flashlight. 
But enemies, enemy factions have flashlights, which is crazy. We don't have a flashlight, but you can find several flashlights in the world. And I'm quite sure everybody has them <laughs> pants that the flashlight is hanging from the side that you cannot <laughs> use. <laughs> With no Duracell right. batteries in it. <laughs> <laughs> you got no Duracell. It's a long lasting battery. <laughs> you need to get some Duracell, bro. And what for everybody, a... like, you could just go on the Ubisoft website and you can see the patch notes there. It's a whole bunch of patch notes and telling you okay. what episode uh, one entails and what bugs they fixed and what they're trying to work on or whatever. So just go check out the patch notes. Okay. Yeah, see, I think thank you very much for covering uh, the other stuff that I just didn't no know problem. or I just didn't find. Uh, like I said, I wasn't being lazy. Well, I was being lazy the majority of the time, but I was really, like, digging in. And I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. But, uh, no, you covered some stuff that I just didn't see. Yeah, it's so a, thank it's you a very lot much. of stuff in the patch notes. And we do not have that much time to be – this podcast will be three hours. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're right. We're already past the limit. Maybe like, we can, you know, do another one and re and after we get, you know, some new guns or whatever, and we can talk oh. about it some more. Oh, you want to talk about the division some more? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want to do? Sonny? We Is can talk about it later to? on down the line after we do a oh, okay. more podcast on something else. <laughs> oh, oh. It's, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about honestly. So next week we may talk about actually talk about a zombie game again. But it's it's uh, how to survive too. That's just a little you know quick little something you can see in the future. Hopefully, uh, we haven't played that. Oh, I think about like a month right. or two. We haven't played in a while. Yeah, so uh, we need to get back on that, and we really did enjoy the game. Most fun, and it's funny. The last time we played, we discovered that bows and arrows are like in like the best weapon than to guns. use. <laughs> They're better than guns. I'm like, what? They're better than guns and they're quiet. Mm-hmm. And you have more and you have more ammo. I'm like, bro, this and you can pick up the arrows that you yep, shoot. after you kill something, you just pull your arrow no. right on out and keep it going. Yeah, like, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so um, I don't know, I'm excited about that. But yeah, uh, so before we I, I know we're we usually end the podcast with uh well first, why don't you why don't you plug why don't you plug your stuff in Cindy? Twitch, Twitter, okay, whatever. Okay, at Twitch you can reach me at um twitch.tv forward slash Senban Sakura 04 and on Twitter is Senban Sakura two eleven. Yeah, you should uh you should definitely check her out on stream because she, uh, she's uh, pretty interesting to watch. <laughs> I'm not just being biased, but like I actually was listening to her and I wouldn't say anything and it's just like the conversations she has <laughs> with like some of the people she's playing with, I'd just be cracking up. <laughs> Uh, but no, she's, she's trying to get back in the streaming game and she's serious about it. And also, why don't you plug in the potential podcast that you're going to have somewhat soon. Okay. My potential, um, podcast, which Wayne like butchered last time (laughs) is called Otaku (laughs) Express. It's O-T-A-K-U Express. Okay. Yes. So look for that in the future. It's going to be about anime. So for all you anime lovers, come check me out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll continue to get you out. I'll try to continue to sponsor you. So it's it's gonna be great. Um, now I know we do the normal outro, you know, drop them drop sticks. But I mean, I don't know. Do, do, do you feel like the uh, we should do an outro depending upon the game that we're that we're talking about? Okay, but we won't be able to do that for every game. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. What? All right, for okay. the games that we can do a, a special um outro for. Okay. We do okay. it, but with the ones that we can't, we just say drop them sticks. Okay, so, okay, um, we get to just say until next time, agents, we'll see you back in D.C. Okay.
All right. So until, until, until next, next time. time. See you. Hey, gentlemen, see you. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you're messing it up. Actually, so how about this? I'll do it. I'll say, until next time, agents, and then you'll say, we'll see you in D.C., right? Okay, right? Okay. And then we can say third wave out. Okay. That's, that's stupid. That's lame. <laughs> that's really lame. That's really, we're not going to do third. That's stupid, actually. But I'll say, okay. <laughs> All right, agents, until next time. We'll catch you in D.C. All right. <laughs>